Hello beautiful people, welcome to the World of Podcast. I am Matthew Oljars. It's been a while since we released any content here and we do apologize. There's been so much happening on our table but we're glad to be here today for another inspiring moment and I hope this blesses you. Shall we say a quick prayer before we begin? Father God, we just thank you for another moment. Another moment to dissect your word, to share your word together. We ask, dear Father, that you send your Holy Spirit to help us to understand your truth as we go into your word. Make it plain to us and help us to utilize it to better our lives on earth. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. So if you have your Bible, turn with me to Philippians chapter 1 and verse 3. I'm going to be reading from the NIV. If you do not have your Bible, just sit back and listen while I read. So Philippians chapter 1 and verse 3, the NIV says, I thank my God every time I remember you. I thank my God every time I remember you. And I read the message translation as well. It says, every time you cross my mind, I break out in exclamations of thanks to God. Each exclamation is a trigger to prayer. I find myself praying for you with a glad heart. I'll take that again from the message translation. It says, every time you cross my mind, I break out in exclamations of thanks to God. Each exclamation is a trigger to prayer. I find myself praying for you with a glad heart. Such a beautiful verse of scripture, very short but loaded. And you would agree with me that 2022 is moving so fast. And looking back, there have been many good times and not so good times as it is with any journey. But today we want to focus on what we are grateful for. Amidst the ups and downs of life, there are still many things to be thankful for. And looking back to our verse of today, the apostle says he gives thanks whenever he remembered the Philippian church. When I read this, I had to pause to think about it for a minute, and I want you to do the same. I'm going to read the verse again, and we just take a second to pause and see what it reflects in our heart. Philippians 1.3, I thank my God every time I remember you. So do you want to pause for a second and just reflect on what this does to your heart? When someone comes to mind, what does that trigger? Does it make you well up in anger, rage, disgust or thanksgiving? I know we all have different experience, but I believe the posture of the apostle here is one that's worthy of emulation. This also got me thinking, so I'm not just talking to you, but also to myself. What do, who do you give thanks for? Or who do you want to begin to give thanks for? Some may have had people around them they can obviously thank God for, while some others may not have had the best of experience and don't see the need to thank God for anyone in their life. Whichever category you fall, it's okay. A good place to start today is by thanking God for what he has done for us personally and then we can go forward from there. 
Once upon a time, a man was asking God to do something for him. And because it was taking too long, based on his expectation and his own timing, he felt God did not care for him. He was led to take a plain sheet of paper and write down on the left all he wanted from God and on the right everything he recalls God had already done for him. At the end of that exercise, he realized that God had done so much for him and he was being ungrateful for this one thing that hadn't happened yet. So he began to praise God and ask for mercy at the same time. It's not just fashionable to be grateful. A heart of gratitude is key to receiving more from God. I'd like us to note this. We do not thank God because we want more. We thank him because we're grateful for what he has done. And when God sees that grateful heart, he does much more for us. So uh, the, the fact that we're expecting more is not a reason to give God thanks. We're giving him thanks because we're appreciative of what he's already done for us. I heard someone say, even if you don't do anything else for me, Lord, I will praise you. So if God decides not to do anything else for you, will you praise him? As I'm asking you, I'm asking myself that same question. Do you think God has done so much? Do you think he has done enough for you to give him praise for the rest of your life? Imagine you had two friends and gave them gifts, let's say a designer shirt or a simple dress shirt. And one was grateful for it and cherished it while the other disregarded it. And when you visited his house, you found Mr. B using that gift as a rag. <laughs> if you had the opportunity to give both of them gifts again, you'd think twice about giving Mr. B because of his reaction to the previous gift you gave. It was the same for Jesus. After he healed 10 lepers and only one came back to give thanks, I'm tempted to ask if that percentage is reflective of us. But anyways, let's proceed. The one who returned to give thanks was not just healed, but was taken to another level and was made whole. And Jesus asked, were there not 10 who were healed? So one out of 10 came back to say, Lord, I thank you for you've healed me of leprosy. Thank you, Jesus. He fell face down and began to worship Jesus. And Jesus was surprised. There were 10 lepers crying out for, to be healed. And they got what they were crying out for. And only one saw the need to come back to give God thanks. Is that reflective of us? Is there something you've been praying and praying and praying so much for and you receive it and you forget to thank God for it? God is looking out for those who come to say thank you. So the fact that Jesus asks, were there not 10 healed, tells me that Jesus is interested in us coming back to say thank you. So we need to develop that heart of gratitude. Has he saved you? Thank him. Has he healed you? Thank him. Has he delivered you from accident, from any untoward incident? Thank him. Has he provided for you? Thank him. Has he made a way where there seemed to be no way? Thank him. Has he done anything at all for you? Thank him. Let's start by thanking him when we look inwardly. And when we've mastered that, think of one person besides you that you want to thank God for. Before you know it, your thanksgiving list begins to grow and you develop the heart 
of gratefulness. Depending on where you are in your journey, I'd like you to make a decision today to wear your gratefulness cap for the rest of the year. Choose one thing you want to thank God for each week from now through the end of the year. This could be for something or for someone. You could be at the level where you do that daily and have different things you're thanking God for each day till the end of the year. Or you could be at the level where you're just thanking God for yourself. Whichever level you are, it's okay. All I'm trying to pass across today is we need to be grateful for what God has done. God has done so much for us. And if we focus on what is yet to be done, we'll lose sight on the many things that he's already done. If you're listening to this podcast, I appreciate the fact that you could be going through a lot. But thank him. Look for something to thank, to be thankful for. Look for something to be thankful for. It could be in your life, could be in your family, could be in a friend's life, could be in your church, it could be in your community, could be in your nation. Just look for something to return the thanks to God for. That's developing a heart of gratitude. And Jesus, when he was teaching us to pray, he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. You know, that's praising God. That's worshiping God for who he is, for what he has done. That's the gateway to accessing God, being thankful. As we bring this episode to a close, may I remind us of the verse? The verse I just read, the message translation, which says, Every time you cross my mind... I break out in exclamations of thanks to God. Each exclamation is a trigger to prayer. I find myself praying for you with a glad heart. Is there someone that whenever you remember, you get angry? It is time to let go. It is time to forgive. It is time to have mercy. He says, he says forgive us as we forgive those forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. So we're asking God to forgive us because we forgive those who sin against us. So when you think about the people in your life, the people around you, does anyone make you well up in rage? Let go. Search your heart and ask God to help you. I know it's not easy. It might have been something disastrous that that person had done to you. But it is time to release them. Release them in mercy. Release them to the mercy of God. Release them. As we bring this to a close, I'd just like us to pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your word which is comfort to us today. And we pray that you help us to see the many things that you've done for us. Help us to open our hearts to be grateful, to be thankful, to be cheerful. I'll pray for everyone who is hurt, everyone who is pained by what someone has done to them in the past. I ask their Father for healing on those hearts. I pray for deliverance from anger, from rage. Thank you, dear God. As we as we approach the end of the year, we're asking, dear Father, that you give us more and more reasons to be thankful, to be joyful, to be grateful. I give you thanks, dear Father, because I know you are a good God. 
and you love us so much. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's so beautiful to be here again sharing with you. It's always a delight for us. We're praying for grace to carry on sharing with you as much as God helps us. You just keep praying for us. We pray for you that God blesses you and God continues to be with you and yours. Thanks for joining in today. God bless you. See you next time. Bye-bye.